to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, um, all that good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Ashley Lowe Blassingame on the line. Uh, she is the co-founder and vice president over at Lion Rock Recovery. Uh, Ashley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. So I'm excited to get more into how you're helping your clients over at Lion Rock Recovery and also your podcast and how you're helping in, inform people through that. Um, but before we do that, let's get into your background a little bit. Um, how did you just how did you get started in business or as an entrepreneur? Sure. So um, my as any uh, business owner or entrepreneur, maybe any human, will tell you that my road has been uh, up and down and and you know not a straight line. Um, so I I grew up in Silicon Valley, and my father is uh, what we joke we call him a serial entrepreneur, um, <laughs> and I. I grew up with, you know, a lot of different entrepreneurs, and I was there um, during several crashes, and so I saw I saw a lot, and I actually swore that I would never become an entrepreneur. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, and, and I still get teased about it all the time. Um, everything I said I wouldn't do, I've ended up doing, so uh, I think the top tip for your podcast should be never say never. Um, so I... Uh, I wanted to go to law school, and um, I kind of had a crazy journey to getting to the point where I decided not to go. Um, I'm in long-term recovery from uh, drugs and alcohol, and um, so there were many years there where I uh, wasn't really eligible for any business at all whatsoever. Um, And then when I ended up sobering up and getting uh, at 19 years old, I hadn't finished high school. And I'd gone to, you know, some great private schools and, um, you know, had the, had the training in many ways to know um, what to do. But I kind of ended up in this really weird off-track place, um, as, certainly as it relates to anyone that I was growing up with. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I looked and found that you could, up, that as long as you're 18, you can go to community college. So I signed up for community college. And long story short, I um, ended up getting myself into UCLA and um, studied political science there and, you know, rebuilt my life and, um, you know, a lot of fun stuff there. And, and, uh, and so I, I, was, I graduated with a degree in public policy and international relations and was ready to uh, start my career in law. And so I started working at the public defender's office in Orange County. I took an internship there. And I, um, I, I was taking this internship. So this is kind of where, like, I took this internship because I thought mm-hmm. that this was an area that I wanted to work in, this, in, in criminal law. And the internship was going to give me an opportunity to test out these ideas. It, the advice had been given to me to go and get some job experience, go and work in different areas, get some internships, get exposure, go find people where you want what they have, and then do what they do. So I went out and did that. 
And what I found was that this was not what I wanted to do. Um, and I was mm. shocked. It was, it was a really devastating thing because I had wanted to be an attorney since I was a little kid. And so this dream was really crushed um, through this process of testing the waters before jumping into LSAT and law school and all that. And at the same time, my serial entrepreneur father was on his latest mission. Um, my aunt had died of drug addiction and alcoholism in 2010. And um, in 2011, I graduated from college and he was working on this idea with his business partner who he had worked in solar with. And they were working on a treatment idea, drug and alcohol treatment. And my father, having had all of this alcoholism and addiction in his family, uh, ha wanted to bring Silicon Valley technology and, um, and you know, this, this new wave of treatment into, into the market to try to help people in a new way. Um, so he was doing this, but at the time it was just kind of an idea. We joked, you know, he's the CEO of, of his PowerPoint and that was kind of what it was. And, um, and I was helping, right. So I was working at the public defender's office and then I was helping quote unquote, I was helping him with this idea because I have extensive knowledge and having gone to treatment and worked and been in you know in the recovery community and had having long-term recovery so i was helping him i ended up leaving the public defender's help and quote-unquote helping full-time becoming the co-founder of the company uh lion rock recovery and it's kind of been off to the races since then i've done some other stuff i um i've you know been an interventionist i've um and i have a podcast and so like over the years i've done other things but that was kind of my this <laughs> movement wow, into that's business. Quite amazing. You had you have the entrepreneurial legitimate gene in your blood. You couldn't shake it. Um <laughs> I and know. you and, and I know and it's that's so funny. Um so let's see. So if somebody somebody's listening to this and um one thing that I can definitely um see is that, you know, and like many of us is exactly as you said, we thought one thing was gonna happen and another happened. So there's some people oh, yeah. that had graduated college or maybe they didn't go to college and and they're listening to this podcast right now and they're thinking about, you know, a pivot in their life and or career when it comes to um, you know, um what they're gonna do next. Um, what do you, what kind of advice would you give that person in terms of breaking through to that next point or that next exploratory opportunity? So um, I think that the the what I've seen over the years and my experience is that you must be relentless. Um, and when and I do a ton of hiring for Lion Rock Recovery, which I, we will talk about. And what I can tell you is that I pay attention to people who are relentless, even if even if I'm not sure I want to hire them, I noticed they're relentless. And um, and I was relentless when I finally decided that I was going to change everything about my life. Um, I did not do any of it perfectly at all. But I'll give you an example. At 19 years old, I did not graduate high school, but I was not going to let that stop me from getting back to where I wanted to be. And so I figured out a way to graduate from an online high school while I was still in college because that was while I was in college, because that was what I was going to do. Um, and I didn't want to be out of the mainstream. And I had never had, because my teenagers were so wrought with 
complete chaos, I had never had like an administrative job. And so I couldn't get one because I didn't have one. I hadn't had one. And so I called a, um, a temp agency and I said, I'll work for nothing. Please help me get a, you know, a job working for an attorney doing filing. And so that's what she did. She got me, she helped me get me that job. So now I had filing clerk on my resume. And mm. then from there, I went and I became a court-appointed special advocate, um, which is a volunteer program. And it was a two-year program, and it allowed me to work in the court system. And it allowed me to have this kind of social work, legal background. And it gave me an incredible education. But I, I did that um, as volunteering and in my free time. So now I had that on my resume. So I basically found ways where people would accept me with whatever my background or my experience was. And I walked in and I can made them sit down with me and convince them and showed them I was intelligent. I just didn't have this background because I had these detours and that that shouldn't stop them from hiring me. And eventually, you know, that has served me in many, many ways. And so every, every situation is so different, but being relentless is I believe the most important piece and, and being willing to change your course. Like if something's not working, being willing to pivot, move, keep, keep trying, keep trying until something works. Wow. What an amazing story and great advice. I love it. Um, let's, let's change it up a bit, Ashley. Um, I want to sure. start getting into, um, into what you're doing over at Lion Rock Recovery. Uh, so what kind of clients are you helping and what kind of problems are you helping them solve? Sure. So Lion Rock Recovery is an online, it's a telehealth company that helps people. It's an outpatient addiction treatment program. So we help people um, on, get treatment online through video conference. And it's not, um, there are a lot of options out there where you can watch a recorded class or you can talk one-on-one -on -one with a person. This is a full outpatient treatment program. Like any outpatient treatment program, um, we are credentialed by the same uh, body that Betty Ford and Hazelden are credentialed by. It is the real deal. And we have counselors all over the country who work with people who are struggling with some sort of substance use disorder. And that looks like everything from we have uh, people who work on oil rigs, who are crabbers in Alaska, to stockbrokers in New York City. We've had an ambassador to a foreign country. Uh, we get we actually get a lot of farmers in, in um, the Midwest. We have uh, stay-at-home moms in Los Angeles who don't have you know don't want to be seen out going to a, a building all sorts of people i've had mayo clinic people who are bedridden from cirrhosis of the liver but they have to get a treatment they have to go through treatment but they can't leave their bed just the the, the most wide range of people um, and what happens is that we provide privacy and affordability and accessibility so these three things are are what our clients really need is they can get help before they lose everything now not everybody that's the case but they can get help before they lose everything they can do it privately they don't have to leave their home they don't have to um, go walk down the street three times a week or you know go to residential for 30 days give you know uh, uh, providing that they're appropriate for the level of care and um, because we don't have overhead the same way that most treatment centers do, we're able to make it affordable um, and also take health insurance. 
And then it's accessible. It's accessible. We have people who, who live in the middle of nowhere, but they have an internet connection and mm-hmm. they have an iPad. And so they're able to get treatment from the comfort and privacy of their home. So we have been helping people all over the world get treatment um, for this, this uh, problem, this, this disease, whatever that, you know, I mean, the American Society of Addiction Medicine um, you know, calls it a brain disease, but call it whatever you want. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a strain on our society, and we have been able to help a lot of people. Wow, what an amazing uh, story, and what an amazing product. I mean, to be able to, you're right, there's people that live in the middle of nowhere that um, need help, and by you creating this program and taking it to them, um, you just really expand the scope, and also the privacy component of it. You really expand the scope of, of helping people that maybe, you know, are in denial or understand they need help, but mm-hmm. have a certain level of society to where they don't think they can expose themselves. And maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. But like you said, before you lose everything, um, it, it makes sense to get help. Um, let's talk uh, briefly about your, your podcast, because I want to make sure we, we fit that in uh, so that some of the people listening to this um, also have another resource through what you're doing there. Um, can you give me a little bit more info about that, please? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just love doing the podcast thing. I really, really love it. I have a podcast called The Courage to Change, a recovery podcast, and we have guests on from all walks of life, just amazing stories of overcoming a recovery. I'll give you a couple examples. I had, um, I have a guy who interviews coming up and he went to federal prison um then put got himself into law school he's currently a licensed attorney he worked at the white house on reentry programs and now is the executive director of um, reentry policy in washington state and is doing amazing things i had a survivor of the route 91 shooting um who talks about her recovery with post-traumatic stress disorder uh, just people on, you know, amazing different, and um, we we had someone who struggles with alcoholism and eating disorders, um, someone who has struggled, um, she was a victim of sex trafficking, just like these crazy stories. And what we do is we ask, we get really deep with people and come to a place of how they recovered, how they got to where they got, and then how they recovered from that piece of that, how that, what they did to recover. And, um, and what's really cool is that, you know, no matter what the stories are, you can find uh, a way to relate to the feelings that every person on the show has. Everyone can relate to some of the feelings that all of these people have had. And then their uh, recovery stories are not only inspirational, but give people ideas of things they can implement and try in their own lives and opportunities to see people um, overcoming things to show them that there is hope and that they can overcome as well. Wow, absolutely amazing. Sounds like a great podcast Um, to the listeners. What was the name of it again, please? The Courage to Change, a Recovery Podcast. 
perfect. Um, um, appreciate that. Um, definitely go check that out. Sounds amazing. And uh, the inspirational stories, um, I, I mean, that, that sounds like a day, something you want to listen to every day. So that's a great work there. Um, Ashley, if somebody is uh, listening to this and they want more information about Lion Rock Recovery um, or, again, about, about your podcast, what's the best way for them to follow up? So Lion Rock Recovery, uh, definitely if you have questions or interested, go to www.lionrockrecovery.com. That's L-I-O-N-R-O-C-K recovery.com. We also, there's a um, website, one of our podcast website is lionrockrecovery.com backslash podcast. So it has all of the episodes you can stream there you can also we're on this podcast is on every platform so stitcher spotify iHeartRadio, uh, apple Podcasts, obviously um so th- there's a list of them on on our website um you can connect with me on linkedin i am ashley Loeb blasting game and my personal email is ashley at lionrockrecovery.com a-s-h-l-e-y at lionrockrecovery.com and i am always happy to talk to people and, um, you know, willing to help in any way I can. All right. Well, hey, Ashley, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and, uh, and sharing your story, but also um, also sharing your, you know, your business tips and all the things you, you shared. Awesome, awesome story. Um, to the listeners, uh, really appreciate you tuning in. As always, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Ashley, thanks again for coming on.